Welcome to the Association of Shameless People. That sounds like, a, like an irony, right? Shamelessness. That is something that society frowns at. That's a word that we have been customized and programmed to see as something that is bad. When you have shame or you the lack of shame, right? We are supposed to have shame and then the lack of it is seen, is seen as an abnormal norm. Or is that correct? Yes. So yeah, today we're gonna to be discussing a very important issue on this episode of my podcast, shamelessness. And I am so excited to dive deep into this topic. And that is why I welcome you once again to the Association of Shameless People. I am one of their very, very amazing members. And you know, prior to becoming a member of the Shameless People's Club or Association, I was one person that held so tightly with a firm grip to my shame. I was like, I, I really needed to save face. I really needed to protect my integrity, my pride. That was something that I was so very, very eloquent in presenting to people why it was necessary for you to be a shameful, well, not shameful, but at least to have some level of decorum. And, and that meant that you had shame, you know? From the culture which I come from, um, lack of shame is seen as something that is derogatory, something that puts you in a very low level of thinking, like someone who was almost borderline mentally deranged. You know, if you're qualified as a shameless person, that means you absolutely had no iota of self-respect for yourself. Well, you know, I have a mentor who has poured so much into me over the years, and he's taught me something about being shameless. He's taught me a vital lesson from um, a word or a, a personality trait or a qualification that our society puts on us and is seen as a negative. And he has allowed me to flip the script and see the positive side of being a shameless person. Now, being shameful is one thing. We're not talking about shamefulness or being full of shame. We're talking about shamelessness, the lack of shame, the lack of just worrying about the things that the world dictates as your norm or the way you're supposed to proceed in life. So let's get into it. Shamelessness. If your dreams are big enough for you to look stupid, guess what? You are indeed a shameless person. Shameless people are innovative people. They are crazy enough to innovate one of the world's biggest and most brilliant ideas that we have. Shameless people do whatever it takes, even at the risk of being considered to be mentally retarded or just outright crazy. You know, that is what shameless people do. Shameless people have the human shock absorber to overcome the things that would normally stop majority of the population in their tracks from accomplishing their dreams. They have that shock absorber to say, whatever you have, world, whatever you have, bring it in. I can take it because where I'm going is so much more important than what your thoughts, what your opinions, or whatever obstacles you want to place in my way. Shameless people have the boldness and the enthusiasm to keep receiving the word no, no, a hundred times, a thousand times, over much more than that. And they keep going with such enthusiasm towards building the dreams that they have for themselves. That is what shameless people have. Shameless people have the grit to see something where nobody else sees anything. They have the ability to see 
possibilities in situations where all everybody else sees is impossibilities. Shameless people have the ability to shout out from the mountaintops the things that they believe and absolutely are convicted about when everyone else is telling them it's not going to happen. Shameless people can go ask even their worst enemies for the help they need to get to the mountaintop even when it seems like the one thing that will hurt their pride the most. Shameless people have the ability to own up to things that they possibly have no clue about or they don't even know what it is that they're being accused of to really be able to take the fall for something that they are not guilty of in order to accomplish the bigger picture of greatness. That is what Jesus Christ had to do. He had to be absolutely shameless for him to go to the cross, to be accused of crimes he had no idea about, something he did not even engage in, for him to just accept it in silence and be led in the most shameful manner, naked, beaten, bruised, in a deplorable state to the cross for you and I to have the salvation which was the biggest assignment that any human has ever undertaken to save humanity. Jesus Christ had to embody shamelessness in order for him to accomplish that goal. So many other people that we see even in the world today, let's take Walt Disney for example. Walt Disney filed bankruptcy over three times. Three times this man had the dream to build something great, something that we are well aware of today. Walt Disney brand is something that is known globally. There is no one, no one under any part of, I don't think there's anyone in any part of the world that has not heard the world Walt Disney. When we talk about their programming, entertainment, media, when we talk about theme parks, when we talk about vacation, when we talk about travel, Walt Disney has a stake in all of those big industries because one man dared to be shameless enough to file bankruptcy three times over in order to see this dream a realization. Shamelessness is when someone like Oprah was seen as a joke. She was not good enough to be on primetime TV. And then she was stuck in this show that they thought was just going to keep her there, keep her busy while they were able to get on with their primetime schedule. And then she was able to make that show the world phenomenon, the Oprah show that we are all very much aware of. A lot of kids were raised on the Oprah show today. Shamelessness is something that society tells us that is a negative. It's a bad thing. You shouldn't even go near. When someone, you know, when someone insults you or say something, say something negative about your dreams. Today in social media, a lot of us millennials or Gen X, Gen Z, a lot of us see our shame as something that we're holding so tight onto. We don't want anyone to speak negative towards us. We don't want anyone to criticize us. We don't want anyone to speak against the greatness that we believe that we're entitled to. We don't want anyone to bring us down. We're not even able to have enough tenacity to accept no's so many times before we finally give up, right? We're not able to accept those rejections before we finally believe that this is not worth the trouble. And we're looking for those quick options, those those things that can come quickly, like the microwave society. 
We, we, we're not embracing our failures. We're not embracing our shame enough to be able to use it as a weapon to propel us to greatness. We see it as a limiting factor. When someone says you're so shameless, you know, uh, you know, my mentor, this man that is so near and dear to my heart, he tells me, he's like, there's nothing that stops me from actually begging or asking for something that I know that at the end of the day, I am going to be the sole benefactor of that thing. And I'm like, ah, why would you even want to think like that? How can you go ask or how can you place an ask or make a demand for such and such with such and such people? It's like at the end of the day, look at it this way. I'm making an ask and I'm making a request to whose benefit? I said yours. I said, okay. So who is going to be the one that benefits at the end of this transaction? Does it matter how it goes down? Or does it matter that at the end of the day, I get the, the, the desired results that I am pursuing? And then my mind started to shift. I started to look at things a little bit differently. And I said, wow, I'm going to be shameless all the way to the back if that's what it takes for me to become the person that I was created to become. You know, when God gives you a vision, he puts all these gifts and abilities in your hands. Sometimes you're going to have to look like a joke before people actually take you seriously. Sometimes you're going to have to be seen and seen as shameless when you're marketing your goods and your services and you're promoting yourselves and you're doing all of these weird things and you're, you're putting on this one pony, one man show and everyone's looking at you that, oh my gosh, she's so loud. Oh my God. And everyone has something negative to say about you until you eventually start to break through and they begin to see that, oh, she's not a joke after all. Oh, her ability to embrace her shame and to take all of the negative comments and all of the things that people were saying about her has brought her to this level of greatness. She has paid the price. Now, the same people who were trying to throw stones of shame at you, making you feel bad for doing all that you needed to do, for maybe taking a side hustle, a, a, a lower grade paying job, or doing something that pays less. Some people have to drive Ubers. I've had to drive Uber to help sustain my business. I've had to put that behind me and say, look, it doesn't matter. As long as my bills get paid, the doors of my business stays open and I'm able to pay the bills for my family, who cares what I do within the limits of the law to make that provision available? Who cares about all the degrees that I have? I have to put that aside in certain situations to say, this is who I am. These are the things that I've accomplished, but this is what I need to do in this moment. I cannot be so ashamed as to do things that are needed and necessary and experience in the moment to get me to my goal. That is what greets is. That is what is. That is what greatness is made out of. That is what kings and queens are born out of. When you think about shamelessness and the way society paints it like it's such a bad thing, I come here today to challenge that status quo, to say shamelessness is actually a tool, a great tool, a driving force that can help propel even the least of us to the greatest level of success in life. If we can just put ourselves aside for a moment, if we can put our egos aside for just a brief moment to embrace certain things that might not be as pleasurable or as um, comfortable as we would like it to be, to do certain things in order to get to where we need to get to, we can begin to see shamelessness, failures, rejection, disappointments as tools that drive us towards what it is that God really has for us.
if Jesus was so concerned about his ego and his and what he looked like and what he represents as the son of God, the almighty, and is like, do you know who I am? Do you know I command the host of heaven and earth? And how can you ask me to come and be this lowly servant who is going to die for the sins of the world? We would not have the privileges that the blood of Jesus, uh, that the blood of Jesus affords us today. We would not have any of those privileges. But if he did not think himself highly enough as anything, and he brought himself down to the lowest level, and he was able to do what needed to be done, what excuse do you and I have to be able to die for the sake of living in the life that we desire. Because sometimes when you're building a business, when you're building a brand, when you're building a life, when you're doing things that are truly meaningful, not trying to exist, but living. You know, a lot of us embrace existing over living because we, we, we don't wanna be ashamed. We don't want people to look down on us. We don't want people to see us fail and fall and falter. We don't want people to see our vulnerabilities. So we embrace just existing and doing the barest minimum and following what society calls as acceptable, politically correct status quo norms. We embrace all those things and we are sacrificing our greatness at the altar of existence. And we're not truly living the life that God created us to live. In order to be great in this life, no matter what type of gift you have been blessed with, it's going to require some type of sacrifice. And that sacrifice is at a level that a lot of human beings are not willing to pay. We are not willing to be ashamed for the gospel. We are, we, we are so, we hold our shame so near and dear. It is like a priceless jewel to a lot of us. We can't give up our shame for anything. We can't afford to be shameless. We can't afford to just be like, the hell with it. I don't care who sees, who knows, who hears, who does what. I am going to go at this thing with all that is within me. If it requires the very last breath that I take, I am going to do what is needed to be who I am created to be. Living beneath that standard, I believe, is just really doing yourself a disservice, doing the life that God has paid such a huge price to give you such a disservice. You are undermining the person that you were created to be. If shame is the one thing that keeps you from getting where you need to get to, if it is the one red sea that stands between you on this side of mediocrity and the other side of greatness, oh my God then I am so sorry, I don't know what to tell you. But as for me, I am so embracing being the most shameless person ever because shamelessness means I got greet. Shamelessness means I value the opinion of God above the opinion and above the approval of men. Shamelessness means that my greatness is too big of a price for me to pay on the altar of existence. Shamelessness means I get to leave and I don't have to exist. Shamelessness means I get to thrive in life than just, and just, just, just barely getting by and surviving. I have embraced my shamelessness. Shamelessness means I can send out as many broadcasts as possible, not caring who opens what. Shamelessness means I get to show up for my podcast and do this quality recordings and just provide amazing content 
not worried about the outcome or the profitability. Eventually, all of that will come. But shamelessness means before the applause, before my, my spotlight comes, I am doing the work in darkness when nobody sees me, when nobody knows my name, when nobody heard, has heard about me. Shamelessness means I get to keep doing the best I can do to build all that God has put in my hands at all times, no matter who gives me an accolade, no matter who acknowledges me or not. Shamelessness means I can do whatever is needed within the limits of my spiritual convictions, within the limits of the law to accomplish the goals that are set before me. Shamelessness means I don't give up in the face of adversity, even when the odds all turn up against me. Shamelessness means I get to keep believing when nobody else believes in me. And all I have is my faith and the vision within my sight to know that the things that have been shown to me will surely come to pass eventually. I embrace my shamelessness today. And I invite you to join me in the association of shameless people because shameless people are the people who truly change the world. Shameless people are the true people who truly make an impact and push this world in the direction that it needs to go. Shameless people are the people who have enough faith to part the Red Sea. Shameless people are the people who have enough faith and hope to touch the lives of millions of people because they dare to believe. Welcome to the Association of Shameless People. Thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast this week. This podcast was actually um, inspired by an amazing friend of mine. His name is Anselm Essie. And I just want to give him his flowers today because this man has definitely impacted my life in more ways than one. And he continues to pour into me, pour into my business and make, and just continues to make me the person that I am today. And I'm super grateful for this wonderful, shameless illumination that he has brought into my life because I am running with this. Thank you guys so much. Make sure you connect with me on social media, every social media out there at I am Honey Drops at HD Pro Global and Dr. Oyinkosala Ginodu on LinkedIn. Get with me and of course, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Dr. OJ Speaks. We are bringing new episodes every Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Until next time, this is 60 Seconds with Dr. OJ. See you again soon. Bye.